0: This week's episode deals with particularly disturbing subject matter. It may be difficult for some of you to listen to. As always, viewer discretion is advised. Four imprints one. It's time to open the door in your mind. Sit back and listen to true horror. But be careful what you allow in because it's time to go through, through the, fog. the fog. This week's story is, Daddy's Never Gonna Hurt You Again. Posted by user Bernt schmidt to r slash I was my dad's only child. Being a daughter, you'd assume a father would be protective, but I'd get beat regularly and much worse. When you're six, you'll do what you have to in order to survive, because running away is not an option. I suppose I knew it was coming. It was Friday night, and once night had fallen, it was only my mother and I. The dreaded routine of beatings and grasping at the straws of futility would only be a matter of time. Go, Lily, go sit in the closet and wait for me. My mother was a Cuban immigrant with nothing but courage flowing through her veins. Still, I never understood at the time what a restraining order was, nor why it could be so easily broken. When the rumbling engine rang out and potent exhaust fumes began to flow through the vents, I could only recoil, because evasion was my only defense. Predicting the level of his rage depended on the force of the car door slamming, so when it audibly shattered the driver's side window, I knew it was worse than ever. As a child, I assumed because of my environment, my anxiety would render me unable to move. I couldn't make split-second decisions. So when the doors kicked down, I hear, Helena, Helena, you bitch. That door better be unlocked. I likely was staying put, even if running was the best choice. By this point, I disassociated from my body by focusing on two ants on the floor, carrying piles of potato chip crumbs when the thud of my mother's body hit the kitchen floor. I could unwittingly escape the horrors inevitable to come by staring at the spot on the wall, Imagining myself watching from the other side of the room to cope until it ended every single time. As for mother, this night, no words were uttered. She never got a chance. Lily, baby, daddy's home. Come out and daddy won't be mad. Muscles tensed agonizingly tight. I was frozen once again. Tears streamed down my face. I learned to cry silently. The stumbling, uneven footsteps on the first floor told me he was more inebriated than usual. And it also told me that Mom was really hurt. Usually she'd fight him with every fiber of her being on the way to the staircase, despite that it always resulted in bloodshed. And then one, two, three, the footsteps creaked up the steps. Lily, here I come. Better be special for me tonight. Be a good girl, come out. Mom always instructed me to hide in different places, but never thought to tell me to just leave. The internal force of my inability to react and the external evil of my impending death had me feeling acceptance. At only six years old, I was already prepared to die and die horribly. Four, five, almost up the steps. I'm a spider under a flashlight. Wanting so terribly to make the decision to run to the bathroom hide behind the curtain. But too frightened to act on it. Mommy, if ghosts exist, then please do something. Then that inevitable creaking of the broken top step. He's here. Dad was at the top of the steps. The bathroom. The shower curtain. Hide in plain sight. Do it, Lily. It's your only chance. The first place he'll look is the closet. I was screaming inside. Then I heard the bathroom door slowly creak open, steps moving inside, and the shower curtain. Metal against metal, he dripped ripped it off the hinges. No Lily there. Where could she be? Where did mommy hide you this time? Sweating, heart racing, fingers running up and down the delicate skin of my belly, brush over the soft skin of my arms, over top of the already existing scars. How much worse will it get? How much more blood would I lose? Dad was just outside the bedroom, and the footsteps halted right outside the door. By the time of the metal against the hollow door, I knew tonight he had a bat. Broke my legs with it once. I began to grip and pull at my clothes, and then I couldn't stop it. I began crying profusely. And in an effort to hopefully live, even if it meant disfigurement, I stood up. And got ready to step out into the shadow of the six-foot-tall, brooding figure bearing down on me. Ready to take the whipping, beating, or worse. That thing which would awaken me in a sweat of my nightly terrors. If baby girl's in the closet, come out. Come out wherever you are. I'd accepted my fate. And then a dull, loud... And vibration on the floor from a loud slam. Dad was so drunk he'd fallen over. Maybe now I could run. I couldn't get my legs to move, and then the visual of my mom's bloody corpse flashed from my mind. And Miraculously, something imperceptible caused me to jump up and run. I pushed out of the closet and ran to the door, prepared to jump over my dad's hopefully unconscious body and leave out the back door. As I approached the door, I was stopped in my tracks. Standing in the hallway was my mother, unharmed and untouched, and at her feet. Dad's lifeless body with an axe in his back. I gazed up at my mother with watery eyes in wonder and astonishment. And when her eyes met mine, she said the sweetest thing to ever fall upon my ears. Mama's found a good hiding spot, baby. Daddy's never going to hurt you again. Through the Fog was recorded by Haptic. Edited by Brad LeBaron, Haptic, and Kevin Caravan. And produced by Flyover State Park. All stories are recorded either with the author's permission or with a Creative Commons share-like license. If you like what we're doing, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can find links to Haptic and Flyover at State Park's Link Trees down in the show notes. There you can find links to our podcast on other platforms, as well as Twitter and other social media and YouTube links. Redistribution or sale of this podcast is strictly prohibited without the express written consent of both Haptic and the story authors. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. This is Flyover State Park. You are clear to land.